good morning. Live from the comforts of my bedroom, the new podcast location. I need a real podcast location. For those of you that don't know, I have an awesome space in the basement. So live, another episode of Coffee with Carrie. I am, today we're going to talk about your job as an entrepreneur, real estate agent. Listen, first of all, anyone can apply what I'm going to talk about today, although I am going to be really specific to real estate. And I, I came up with a few concepts and I'm going to say, well, I'll tell you that in a moment. Here we go. I'm doing corporate relocation and you're the instructor. It's like Friday every day. Oh, I'm you're doing taking the class where I'm was the kind of the instructor. That was a while ago. They thought I was going to be there for six hours. I think I recorded in two. I'm a one hit wonder. Took time. So your weekly strategy. Um, here we go. Are you ready? Did everyone invite a friend? I just sent an e-blast out. Let's do this. I'm excited. Here we go. So. So here we go. So so really your daily strategy. So I said weekly. So here it is. Your daily strategy. I've got my Evernote on my notebook. Um, your weekly strategy, monthly strategy, quarterly, yearly. Yep. Basically your job, you create the job. Some of you, if you have my new agents journal, it's there's a section, I think around page 60. This will be a good spot. There is no inbox in real estate. Nobody's going to give you the work. No one is going to come to you and say, I need you to do this today. No one's going to call you today. Once you're finished with that, I need you to do this today. Then they're going to, and no one's going to call you to say, I need you to keep track of all of your ideas, right? No, no one's giving you your work. You have to create the work. And if we are giving you the work, you can best believe we are making sure we're making money off of it. Some of you, right? Are you with the, with the, um, let me think. Are you with that team at your company or you signed up for something? You get the text message every time there's a new lead and whoever gets to it first, right. Your company is tracking that because they're going to take a portion of your compensation. It is what it is. So, right. You basically, you, if this, you create the job. We often get stuck trying to build a way to our businesses to earn a paycheck. What do I mean? When you became a real estate agent, when you became an entrepreneur, we get stuck because we're like, oh, where's my business going to come from? Oh, you call me and you're like, Carrie, I want to take the real estate exam. And I'm like, okay, go, here you go. And then you call me and you say, Carrie, they didn't teach me how to sell real estate. You didn't ask me. <laughs> they don't teach you how to sell real estate. You have to figure out how to sell real estate. So you got to show up. So every day we wake up to earn a paycheck. That's the life of an entrepreneur. For most, it becomes the reason we get stuck and end up working for someone else. So or some, yeah, someone else to give us our daily work so we can earn the paycheck. I already showed you, right? And, and some of you, let me say this, because there is an exodus right now. And I don't mean like a mass exodus, but some of us got into the business during the pandemic or right before the pandemic. And some of us, you might even have the career where you get all the summers off and you thought, oh, I'm going to work in the summer. And then you're like, nope, this isn't going to work. And, or, and, and so this is what's happening. Agents are deciding to hang their licenses because um, they need a paycheck bonuses and they need HR benefits. But as a business owner, you have to write all that out. Now, I'm not giving you that strategy today. I'm just giving you something to work on every day. All right. So as an entrepreneur, you get to be the strategist. Today, I'm going to help you build that strategy part-time, some of the time or full-time or investor, whatever you are. So whatever uh, you want out of, out of real estate is up to you. Let me say that again. Whatever you want out of real estate is up to you. 
it's up to you. You have to put in the work. All right. So first things first, um, you must work out your plan, not my plan and not someone else's plan. Let me say this again. You must work your plan, not my plan, um, not someone else's plan, your plan. And what do I mean by that? We, some of y'all, let me, let's just own it. You are looking at Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. I'm sorry. Let me say it like this. You're looking at Instagram and TikTok and Reels and you are so consumed with what these agents are doing. We're doing photo shoots. I'm not against photo shoots. I was just telling Mark, I'm like, you know, you almost feel like, oh, I need another photo shoot because this agent just had a photo shoot. And I'm like, you know what? Here's the truth. Are you actually making money or are you taking photos because you think that's how you're going to make money? Because you could be the cutest. You could be dressed the sharpest. You could, you know, you could be renting out red bottoms for all I know. I think that's the thing. And you could be the best looking person on social media. Now, do I think you should show up and look presentable? Yes. Do I think you can put together a whole outfit at Costco, TJ Maxx, and Ross? Yes, I do. Um, but you could be the, the smart, the, the cutest person out there or the most well put together person and you don't know nothing. Like you are the most incompetent thing they got out of here. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. There. Sarah, you took a photo shoot, but you you know what you're doing. <laughs> Listen, I'm sure, Sarah, you've been trying to do a photo shoot for years. It just helps now that you're the president um, and they put you on the cover of the magazine. All right. Yeah, go follow Sarah. Um, so here. So. All right. So here we go. Own what you know and um, and you can accomplish. Uh, own what you know um, you can accomplish and don't try to do it all. Like own what you know. Like you don't have to do. First of all, I've been in this business since 1997. I had a conversation last night at, a, it was 1030 at night. So the neighbor came over and I'm like, I need someone that's a developer. I need someone that's doing affordable housing. And he was like, oh, my friend. I was like, excuse me? What do you mean your friend? He calls his friend at 1030 at night. So it was 1130 at night because it was on the East Coast. And, I, and we had like a 30 minute conversation about affordable housing and all these developments he's doing. I'm, I'm sitting here like at, at 1030 at night, Sarah, that's why you were getting messages from me because I was up late because we had an opportunity to talk to someone, a minority developer, how he's getting funding. And I was just, I was amazed. Like, first of all, here's the point is I've been doing this thing called real estate for a long time. So own what you know, and then you can accomplish and don't try to do it all. So this, so you need to do that. All right. So, and keep it simple and get to work. And when I say keep it simple, I'm, I got, listen, I got one, two, three strategies I'm going to give you today. I could probably come up with four or five. So um, getting something, in, you know, simple completed is better than no work. Let me say that again for the for those of you that are in your car driving and you're trying to watch me. Don't watch me. Just listen because you don't need to see this. Getting something simple completed is better than not doing any work. So this week, Tuesday morning, our state had one of the best speakers to kick off our state real estate meetings. I'm telling you, when I'm sitting back, I'm like, it is really this simple. You need to do what you do best. And if you're not sure what you do best, you have to continue to show up to learn. So I am more than inspired and ready to get creative and think outside the box and take action. So what will you do? All right. So I need you to pay attention because I'm about to send you to the Q&A in a second. When I started in real estate, there was only three things I did to build a successful business. Are we ready? Buenos dias. 
Derenica. So there were three things. Now remember, this was pre something called a cell phone. Sarah Ware would tell you, do real estate as if social media didn't exist. Some of you are like, oh, I don't even think I could do it, right? Okay, so I did three things. Here they are, you ready? I, wa um, I walked my neighborhood every single month. I talked to all my friends. I'm gonna say I hustled all my friends. I'm like, hey, I got a real estate license. I need you to help me, like, let me help you. No, I don't know what I'm doing, but I need you to let me help you. And then the third thing I did was I would host homebuyers workshops probably every other month. I did with a loan officer, with partners in charity, with an inspector and an attorney. Like they showed up, they did all the talking because I didn't know what I was doing. I did those three things. All right. So let's get into a few strategies this morning. Here we go. I'm, I'm going to give you the one. But before I do this, if you want um, me to talk through your strategy, I need you to hit the Q&A. So use the Q&A button to share what you need help with, and we will create a basic strategy. But I'm going to start with my three first. So, okay, so we're, so remember today, your daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly strategy or yearly, you have to create the job. So I'm asking the question because Kyan, and I think it was Tanya last week, we were talking things through. So use, the, use that thing down here or down here. I'm not sure where it is because I'm sure my camera's flipped and tell me what you're struggling with. Yeah, walk your neighborhood, talk to friends, host home buyer workshop every other month. There you go. So if you want me to talk through yours, use the Q&A and, keep, you know, don't worry, I'm not going to overwhelm you. So here's number one. How much time do you have to work for, before the number one? Here's the question. You got to use the Q&A because I'm going to not remember. So, Nicole, go to that question mark, click the question mark and, and write that in. So before we get into the number one, I want you to be realistic with yourself. Some of you need to actually get a, a, a regular sheet of paper. Some of you. And when I say, oh, I even have a pen. Some of you need to do this. I'm going to use my boss notebook. I actually sit, when I can't think, I, I sit in my bed and I do this. So I want you to go get a regular sheet of paper. Here we go. Y'all ready? You ready for this? Get a sheet of paper like this. And I want you to write down Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Do that. And you might want a blank sheet of paper. You could do this on Google if you want. Then I want you, for some of you, if you have part-time jobs, some in your, or you're, you know, we're full-time parents, you know, we're volunteers. If, if you have a full-time job, I need you to block out all the time. You can't work on real estate. I need you to do that first because some of you need to be realistic because you think this is going to be the best hustle ever, but you got to still do the work. You like, Sarah, every time I go, I swear I should buy two. Um, so. Um, I'm like that guy, Kyle, uh, shield, uh, shield. I have so many notebooks, Sarah, Sarah, did you see this one? Did you guys, you guys see this one? I digress. <laughs> okay. So I need you to be realistic. And then, um, and so be honest with yourself. If you have another job, figure out when you can work and generate leads and follow up. So for real. So you, how much time do you have to work on real estate block? You need to write down when can you really work now? Um, and then, and again, how, when can you work, generate leads and follow up? Uh, and some of you, it, it just, in networking. So no, you really um, can't do what a full-time person does if you have a regular job. You can't. And stop looking at all these single agents that have, that are, or you have people that have no kids, they're 23 years old. 
they can stay out all night. First of all, they could just stay out all night. Like I can't just stay out all night and it's not going to be, it won't be good the next morning. Like you can't do what a top producer does with a team. You can't yet. Can you eventually? Absolutely. And if you're like Carrie, yes, you can. I have an agent. Yes. Few kids at home. Mary did 5 million and had a full-time job. Do I believe it can be done? Yes. So when I say you can't, I want you to be realistic about what works for you. So here we go. Number one. That's where I probably need to like zoom in. Does this do con control plus? Oh, yes. Here we go. I don't need these now. Um, all right. So number one. Um, it, so here's the basics. Um, and, and, I, and pick a day. And really, no, here it is. Um, number one, pick one thing to do that will generate leads. So here's the basics. Write this down. One thing. I'm giving you what to do. Some of you heard me say it before, but I know it's working because if you're in the membership, agents are taking pictures of their marketing and they're telling me that they're generating leads. So here's the one. Here's number one, strategy number one. Going with simple. Expireds and canceled every day. And I usually have some agents say, well, Carrie, Tina is dominating the market in my neighborhood and they're the expert in expireds. Tina started 10 years ago and Tina has been doing this every single day it's time for a new you. It's time someone was looking for someone new. So go with simple, expires and cancels every single day. You must start somewhere. Expires and cancels every day. And I'm going to tell you how to do this. So this is every day, every day, 5 a.m., 6 a.m., 7 a.m., whatever time of day it is. If you stay up at mid, if you're up at midnight, expires happen at midnight. Cancels happen in real time or withdrawn, um, depending on your MLS. Then a part of your number one is mail every day um, to the cancels and expires. So you're going to go after the expires every day. So mail every day, every day, every day. So get out your handwritten note card. And I know someone here works for USPS, right? You're more likely to get into the house with your mail if you handwrite the envelope. You're getting in if you handwrite. So expires and cancels every day, um, Monday through Sunday. If you're like, okay, Carrie, I don't want to work on Sunday, fine. Just try to see if they were relisted on Monday. Um, and then, so that's, you're going to mail every single day. And, and, my, uh, and then each week on Tuesday, follow up on the cancels or expires from the week before. So I'm, listen, so write down every day, I'm going to work on cancels and expires. Then Tuesday, so next week on Tuesday, you're going to work, you're going to look at all of the cancels and expires, and you could pick the days. It could be like Sunday through Saturday, and then you're going to go back and see if any of those properties were relisted. If they weren't relisted, you are sending a new mailer, and I'm going in my market with InfoSparks and Data Report, handwrite the outside envelope. Here's the truth. If you did this every single day, you might have one, you might have two, you might have three properties that expired. Um, let me make it relevant to all of you. I probably, I, I probably should try to always use the Florida MLS because then I'll get more proficient, but I'm really fast and connect. So I'm logging into my MLS, talking to all of you. And right now I have one expired. Yesterday, there was one for 15 million. Right. So this one is expired. For those of you in Plainfield, this property is in Plainfield. It was listed by, go look yourself. Um, and then I'm going to click additional info and let's go see listing and property history. Okay, so this property says it was contingent and expired. All I'm saying is, is somebody dropped the ball because you should have extended that listing while it's under contract. So there's one, there's, there's one, 
So, and it was under, it's under contract. So I'm not going after that. When I go to look for the canceled, let's go see how many canceled are there today. And these are the areas that I picked. So these are the areas I picked. Ooh, there are 25 canceled today. I've got Hinsdale, St. Charles, Glen Ellen, Northbrook, Wheaton, Oak Park, the city I live in. I got some cities I grew up in. I got Aurora, I got Westchester, Darien. There's, there are 24 properties that were canceled. So my hand might hurt when I'm done. It is what it is, we're mailing. I'm gonna show you I'm doing this. I just gotta go to my office and get the stuff out. So you, I mean, so you have no excuse, no excuse. All right, so then, so remember, this is strategy number one, keep it simple, get to work. All of you could do this. And again, if you're like, Carrie, nobody's gonna pick me. You're right, exactly, that part. So, um, and again, always make sure the home is not back on the market. Keep a spreadsheet to track it because then every Tuesday you're gonna go back and look to see if any of those properties were relisted. And if they were, they can go into a different marketing piece or a different spreadsheet so you can look at them later. But your goal is to go after what's not relisted. And then in um, a part of your number one strategy or basic strategy is make sure your marketing has a call to action and a way to fill out a form. Maybe cloud CMA, QR code. I'm, I am maybe over 50 and I'm good with the QR code, but I also am going to add some type of a link for the person that wants to type it. This works, I'm telling you this works. All right, everybody got it, got it. And I'm coming to the Q and A after three. So number two, I'm giving you the basics and notice I said nothing about social media. Because if you missed my rant on social media and photos and photo shoots and all that stuff, come back and watch the replay. Number two, although again, I do believe you need those, but if you are the cutest person, the well-dressed person on social media and somebody calls you to list a house and you don't know nothing, that's not gonna be good. So number two, walk your neighborhood every single month. And, and when I say walk your neighborhood, I'm, I'm telling you what I did. You don't have to do it this way. I should have went and got my agent's flyer anyway. Walk your neighbor every month with a newsletter using a doorknob bag. You can go to uline.com. You can go to amazon.com and you can buy, um, through Uline, you can buy a thousand doorknob bags. I think I like, it's like, I think it's like, it's a half sheet of them. I should go look it up since I'm telling you. Let me go Uline doorknob bags. Door hangers, they're calling them. I'm calling them doorknob bags. So let's see, which one do I like? This is the one I like. It's $23 for a thousand. And the dimensions are four by 10. This is the one I always buy. I'm pretty sure because it's like four and then 10. And then I would fold my newsletter in half and put them on all the doors. So you for $23, you get a thousand plus shipping. It's going to cost you 50 bucks. And they'd probably be at your house in like 24 hours. If you're in Illinois, it's in Wisconsin, it's coming tomorrow. Amazon buys their door hanger bags from Uline, U-L-I-N-E.com. So walk your neighborhood every single month. And I'm going to tell you what I put in my newsletter. If you're like, oh, I don't know how to write. I'm going to give you everything you need. In the new newsletter, I think you should write a short article about who you are. For me, it was um, Mark and I own a real estate company. We live in the neighborhood. And um, how long I've owned the, the real estate company talked about how he's a he, he loves cars. So if you ever drive by our house, you might see more than one. Feel free to ask Mark questions to the point where people will knock on the door. Um, then in the newsletter, write um, put in so something about you, 
put in something about the area and give a market update. You could do this. You could use graphs from like your, your MLS. Like in Florida, they pre-create the graphs. I know in Illinois, they pre-create graphs. You could use InfoSparks, but put in some market data. And then you can do this. Now, I need you to pay attention because some of you are going to try to put the listings in. So pay attention. How many homes are on the market under contract or sold in the last 30 days? I do not recommend you show the actual houses without permission. So what do I mean? If in my subdivision, there are two properties that are for sale, one under contract and one sold, I'm going to say in um, as of today, there are two homes for sale, one under contract and one that closed in the last 30 days. If you would like a list, contact me today because I don't have permission to market those properties. If you get permission, you can do that. Um, the other way you can get um, articles and you must give credit to the author. So you can go to houselogic.com slash members. Write that down, houselogic.com slash members. And if you go to houselogic.com slash members, the cool thing is um, they give articles. You, you need your NRD, your member's first number used to be known as nerds number and then if you when you log in you'll get all these articles now first of all if you go there you have articles for social media you have articles that you can put in an e-newsletter you have articles that you could put in a newsletter you just need to give credit to um the the author you have no excuse like what are we doing i think i should put that in the um in the chat for all of you houselogic.com slash members the power of social media when you're on a computer right? So here it is, houselogic.com slash members. I just typed it in and I'm logged in as Smart Girl Media. Okay. So I gave, that's number two, walk your neighborhood every single month. And some of you are like, Carrie, that's a lot of work. Put the kids in the wagon, walk the dog, get your steps in. You're, you're killing two birds with one stone. You're getting your steps in, you're walking, you're putting doorknob bags out. Make sure you know the laws in your community. Do you have to have a permit? Do you have to wear a necklace that says you have right to solicit? Just make sure you know, but go and start doing that every single month. When it got cold, I think I mailed in like December and January, maybe February. But when I didn't have the money, first of all, this is the I have no money marketing. That's what this is. All right, so that's number two. Now, number three, and you know what I'm about to say. First of all, I could do a three, a four, and a five. So let's say number three is renters to buyers. Let's say number four is going after pre-foreclosures. They're not underwater. That's number four. And then let's say we're going to go look for potential sellers in our neighborhoods with no mortgage and they have a high sell score. There you go. So I gave you a three, a four, and a five, just like that. So, but I really, really like the renters to buyers. And I think you should pick an area to market to monthly. But out of all three of these that I gave you, I really want you, if, you, if you're like, ooh, I, I just can only do one thing, pick one. Just pick one and be consistent with it. If you're in the membership, I created the marketing for you for renters to buyers. If you're in the membership, I'm teaching you how to redirect people back to social media with your own private Facebook group. I went live at 7 p.m. on Wednesday and I was out to dinner. And people could ask me questions. So there's really no reason why you can't do this business. Remember what I said at the beginning. As an entrepreneur, you get to be the strategy. You, I mean, the strategist. You have to be the person that generates the leads. You have to be the person that builds your inbox. And most people go back to work because they don't work. You have to work without a paycheck. All right. So I'm going to go down here to the Q&A. But let me, let, me, let me review. Number one, I want you to... My, so here's what I want you to do. Up here, we're, these were the few strategies. 
when I started in real estate, these are the three things I did. And I had kids at home. Um, I walked my neighborhood monthly with a newsletter. I talked to call all my friends and family and I hosted a home buyer seminar probably every other month and it worked. We didn't have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, none of that. We just didn't. We had to do the work. So the three strategies I gave you were, number one, I want you to target cancels and expires every single day. Number two, you can choose to walk your neighborhood. And number three, renters to buyers. Use your multiple listing service to find out how many buyers there are in a neighborhood. And I know I can do this in Stellar MLS. I know I could do this in Connect MLS. And I know we can do it in Arizona because I was helping an agent recently. I know it can be done. And right now, if I put in the city of Naperville and I look for people that rented out a property January, February, March, April, April, I'm going to go with April 27th through today in Naperville right now, 2022, April 20. 7th, 2022, people that rented out last year through today, there are 548 potential buyers in Naperville. No excuse, no excuse. If I change this to Bolingbrook, there are 58 matches. If I change this to Wheaton, there are 86 matches. If I change this to um, Lakeview, we're in the city, 2,118. There's really no reasons why you can't generate a lead. The problem is, is you won't work. So remember at the beginning, I told you, I need all of you go get a regular white piece of paper, plain sheet of paper, a notebook. And I want you to get the sheet of paper. And I want you to literally write down Monday through Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I want you to write down if you have a regular job when you can't work on real estate because you have to work on real estate outside of it. And that'll tell you how much work you can actually do. So you need to be able to figure out when you can generate leads, do your marketing and follow up because you have to be available to follow up with these folks. All right. So Q&A, Q&A. Oh, yeah, you know, here we go. So can you be a HUD counselor and realtor? Um, I read there's a conflict of interest when hosting workshops. So I'm, I'm going to say it like this. And when you say HUD counselor, do you, if, and don't, don't answer in the feed. Don't answer me in the feed. So when you say HUD counselor, if you work for a company that is that helps in the real estate industry, you need to go talk to your boss. You need to go look at the rules because you might not be able to, you might have a conflict of interest. Can you be a HUD counselor? Now, let me say this. When you say HUD counselor, do you have the right to list those properties? Because, <clears throat> I mean, because, you know, you could be the, the person that has gets the, um, the foreclosed on properties for HUD. So again, my question is, is if you work for HUD, you got to go ask some questions. Yeah, because I don't work for HUD. All I know is there are some companies, because I work for McDonald's East Coast Real Estate Division, and when they wanted to hire me as a full-time employee, I'm, this was like 2007 and eight. There was a transition going on in my life and the market had shifted and I was working for McDonald's and they said, Carrie, you have to hang your license. I said, I don't want to work here. They were like, give me a minute because they wanted me to work there. So they just put in the, in the, in my contract that I could not talk to anyone at McDonald's corporation about real estate kind of sucked, but that was it. So here we go. Process from A to Z for each type of client. Jessica, 
if we could do this today, are you in the membership? Are you in the membership? And this is what I'm going to do for you. I have process to A to Z. So I have a process for sellers. I have a process for buyers. I have a process for investors. I don't really work with investors. Um, I have a process for tenants. Ooh, we could really talk about tenants. Some of you need to come to class. But <clears throat> that you, this is what I say to everyone that's new. And I will say one of the best books I read, and I think Sarah was the one that told me about it, was The E-Myth. The Entrepreneur Myth is everything you do in real estate as you're learning, you need to take keep notes. So you might, I'm, I'm a little all over the place. So I'm the person that would have a notebook for sellers and a notebook for buyers and a notebook for uh, tenants and, and a notebook for landlords. And it might be an Evernote. It might be in a digital format. It could be in a Google Doc. So from A to Z, it is, you almost want you to go back and watch some of my coffee with Carrie's because I have given you a lot of strategy. If you're in the membership, I give you the whole strategy. We even do some role play because first of all, you, you almost need the pre-process. Someone calls you, right? First of all, you, you need a strategy. If Let's pretend you have a buyer. You have a buy, you want to work with buyers. You're going to work with buyers. First things first, I gave you number three was renters to buyers. We're looking for people that are renting that could be buyers. So now you got to do marketing. What does that strategy look like for marketing? So I want to work with buyers. You need a marketing strategy. I'm going to write this down because I let me tell you. So you want, you want like the whole strategy. Number one, you want to work with buyers. You need to market. You need to generate leads. You need to be the, the sales funnel. You need to build the funnel. You need to market Number two, then somebody calls you. What do you do when someone calls? So it's the pre-buyer um, uh, session or it's the, the consultation. It's the consultation. And then what does that look like? And then once your buyer is pre-approved and they're ready to start shopping, it's the, this is what's next. And I'm just making this up because I have to look at my list. And then now you're working with the buyer, you're showing properties, and now they find a property, you're gonna write an offer, now you are, you write the offer process. What's that process look like? Once you wrote the offer and now you're under contract, it's the under contract process. Do you see how many processes we have in real estate? Now you're under contract and um, you got to keep the client engaged. You got to follow up with the client. You got to follow up with the attorney. If you don't have an attorney, you got to follow up with the title company. You got to follow up with the lender. You now have to be the broker. You're, you're the person in the middle, right? You're managing the transaction. You're the follow-up person. So you're under contract. Now you, you know, there's that could there could be a few processes in that, like the email follow-up, the um, the uh, so it could be the under contract, you got inspection, you got earnest money, you got to turn things in. And then now you're ready to close. What does that look like? The final walkthrough. Now you have a checklist of, oh, we need to take a photo of the property. Oh, I need to get a buyer gift. Oh, I need to um now you've closed and I need the after you've closed process. And that could be that you're going to have a, uh, an open house, a, um, a housewarming. Like after you close processes, it could literally be that you're going to meet the client at the property or you were going to ask the listing agent if you have permission to leave things in the refrigerator or just go to the Dollar Tree and get all the cleaning supplies, get a bucket and some sponges and some paper towels. And you're going to put in a nice, pretty wicker basket from TJ Maxx and you're going to leave it in the kitchen. Like, And then after you close, now you have the put them in a new process list because now they're going to end up in a list to get market updates from you. Maybe every six months, you're going to put them on the they're getting a pie every Thanksgiving list. Because Yeah, right. So I see that question, throw it in the, uh, or statement, throw it in the chat. 
So now let's see how to join the membership. If you want to join the membership, the link is in my bio and I have an updated coupon code. Then let's see. In the city where I live, it is against the law or ordinance to put doorknob bags. Um, so there you go. So you already know what you're going to do. You're mailing. Um, so you're mailing or you're having um, some type of event so people can come find you. Uh, let's see. How do I approach and appeal to those not in my sphere? My pipeline is very low. you got to renters to buyers. The other one was look for properties that are in pre-foreclosures. And the other one was what? Go find, you got, I don't, so, so let me see. Is it Tammy? Tammy, you know, I took my glasses off. Why am I, why am I doing this to myself? So Tammy, here's my question. What city are you in? Um, what state are you in? What city and state are you in? Because if you're in Illinois, you need to come to a business builder class. I am having a class and I don't know if all of you know this. You go to the link in my bio on February 2nd. I, I was talking to an attorney and she said, Carrie, um, I'm, uh, I had an agent call me and we were talking and, you know, even if an attorney says, I don't have many deals in my pipeline, that means that things have shifted. So she said, an agent was talking to her and he said, I have 44 or 45 buyers that are all pre-approved and I can't find a house. In our market, I said, okay, let's talk about it. I think I'm going to host a free webinar. So, um, I, if you go to the link in my bio, you could do it now and come back and listen to the replay. But in the link in my bio, um, if you go, ugh, I don't want to do that. I can't get that right now. Or maybe I can. Um, go to the link in my bio, February 2nd at 6.30 p.m. Central. I am teaching you how to, your buyer needs a house. So if, again, few things. Um, you have no sphere. You have to now be the magnet. You might have to have your own networking events. You might team up with like a loan officer or an inspector or an attorney and do, you know, so heavy hors d'oeuvres and maybe one drink ticket um, at night, maybe coffee, coffee at the local um, restaurant or coffee shop, be the person that, you know, go connect with people, create your own networking events for small business women or men or um, or just business, you know, people that have small businesses, like think outside the box to figure out how you can build a business or, or, or get your own network going. Let's see. I'm trying to get into my other account. Yeah, it's in my link. It's in my link tree. So really, there's no reason why you can't generate leads. And I know, I think I posted that I had like 24 spaces left. And there's like a lot of you here. Um, our BPO is a good way to have a side hustle. Okay. So I have a few agents in my office. Um, I'm someone that really understands how to do the broker price opinion for those of you that don't know the acronyms, um, because I work in relo relocation. So we used to use the ERC. I have to Google what that means, but it was the ERC relocation. Form. It is, it is a, it is not a bad way to make extra money, but you are going to feel like you work harder than anyone else. And you have to remember that the BPO company has to pay your brokerage. So I'm going to make up the amount. Let's say they're only paying you $75. What's your split? Side note, forget about the money when it comes to broker price opinions. You are going to learn more than you ever thought you could learn. Because the cool thing about a broker price opinion is you are really doing like a CMA. You are literally doing a market analysis um, you got to see the property, you got to walk into the property. Works great if you have, if a property is under contract and it's a pre-foreclosure, 
and do a good job. Don't just say, oh, this ain't worth this or they, they, the contract is too low. No, do a good job. Like you are really almost doing what an appraiser does. So do a good job. Don't make it up. So good question. Um, yeah, if you go to, if you're already in the membership, great. If you're not in the membership, if you go to my link tree, um, you're going to actually see there's a code right there. Um, I'm pretty sure. Let me go look. Let's go look. It is. I can tell you the code. Code is February 2023 join. J-O-I-N. No, I'm sorry. F-E-B 2023 join. But it's in, in my link tree. Let's see. Anything. I want to be a full-time. What does full-time even mean? I want to be a full-time agent. What does full-time mean? In the chat, I would like some audience help. What does full-time mean as a real estate agent? And it will be different for all of you. Full-time for me when I started in 2001 was I had um, Warren was two and a half, Ryan was 11, and then I got pregnant. So full-time for me was one deal a month. And it was, I wanted to pay off my debt. So it was, I needed $30,000 and I think I made like 60 and I think I was 50-50. Some of you are like, what? You didn't want to start when I started. Yes, I want to see. Tell me, what does full-time mean to all of you? What does it mean? And so, I, you know, it's like work seven days a week, all day, every day, 80 hours a week. Right. Sarah told me once we quit our 40-hour-a-week job to now work 80 hours. So full-time can be different for you. Full-time could mean that you are going, this is, uh, and by the way, let me tell you, because I worked for Beard Mortar in Wheaton when we had, when we, like I'm still there, when they had a, an office in Wheaton, it's now, it's gone. And I would literally, um, the kids were at home, my husband would come home from work and I would get in the car and I would go to the office at five o'clock. I would bake dinner. I would go to the office and I would work to 11 o'clock at night. So full-time for me was in the evening. And, you know, we had keys. So I knew that if this was going to work, I had to work it around the other person's schedule. That's what had that. That's how it had to work for me. Then, I mean, full time for me, and I, you know, I'm not saying you should do this. I'm telling you, I did whatever I had to do to get a paycheck. Ryan was in the car. Lauren was in the car. I was big as a house because I am sure I was 60 pounds overweight with Jonathan. I was 80 pounds with Lauren. Like I was, I was wobbling. They were in the car. I had a minivan, right? And Ryan was watching Lauren, and I was showing houses. That's what was happening. I became the person that could convince you that you needed to drive because back then people put people in your cars and I would be like, look, I have another appointment afterwards and I'll meet you at the property, you know. And I used to tell people, you probably really want to drive anyway so you can get a feel of the neighborhood. Man, I was the queen of your driving. Um, replacement of income. So uh, I'm not sure what you mean, Carrie. Replacement of income, including insurance. Um yeah, let me just read some of these. Uh, primary source of income and only working real estate. Uh, that's, yeah, one job, real estate. I, and you know, and, and here, there's a big, there's a huge trend on multiple sources of income. I am not against multiple sources of income. Some of you know, I own a real estate brokerage and I'm an instructor. <clears throat> I get paid to speak, but I get paid to speak in the real estate industry. And so, but I didn't start doing that until I was at least seven years into the business and I had enough knowledge and enough experience and enough good stories. Because let me tell you, I had been cussed out. I had stuff thrown at me. I had an attorney go off on me. You want to hear what I told him? Come see me later. Like I had experienced all of it. I had experienced, um, you know, uh, 
people being in houses. Like I, so for me, I'm still in the same industry. I am all for other businesses, but if you, if you opened a brick and mortar, let's say for example, you're, let me take the back. If you are someone in and you work now, you have a regular job and you're a nurse, let's go with a nurse. You know, you are on, you are not doing real estate when you're a nurse, right? Whether it's three days a week, four days a week, or every Monday, every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, because you got the weekend shift. You can't do real estate when you're at work because you have patience. So you have to turn that off. So if you are someone um, that has that regular job and you want to transition into real estate, you have to do it. You have to figure out how you can shift. And that means write down how much money, if, if you know right now you make $60,000 a year, how many transactions do you actually have to sell? I mean, how many transactions do you actually have to do to actually make that income? And I had, um, I have someone that's going to get in the industry and she said, Carrie, okay. And I know she makes good money. She does not have to leave where she's at. Carrie, I need to make $60,000 in real estate. I said, okay. Um, you need to sell one house a month in the city you live in at the split that I was thinking of. And it might've been like 80, 20. And I think it can be done. But now if that's the case, you got to go do what I just, I, I think I, right. I wrote it down, right? You have to, um, you need to market. You got to do consultations. What's next when you, when the offer comes in, you're under contract, ready to close. And I mean, like now you have to be that person. You are now the admin. That's what people don't get. So full-time means you have to be, you're, you're creating the job. Just like we said today, remember you, if your weekly strategy is you now have to get up, even when you have no paycheck, even when you're stuck, you got to talk to yourself. And if you're like, well, Carrie, I really want to get into real estate. Let, let me tell this to all of you that are the people that need to be told what to do. Go find a company that will give you a paycheck. Seriously, go find a company that will be, give you a paycheck or go work for a team and do everything they tell you to do all day. And you're, some of you are going to be pissed because you're going to get half a half a half or something like that. Who cares? You are going to be the smartest person when you decide to not be on that team. So hope that helps a little bit. Write that first down, write down how much money you need to make and then figure out how many deals you need to close. And I'm just talking about traditional residential real estate because you could be doing investing. There's so many avenues to make a living in real estate. But if you want to real estate to be your full-time job, that calendar I told you to put together, you might even block time for the nails to get done, eyelashes to get done, block time, like put together a real realistic schedule. If you have a full-time job, put that together and then put together the, the schedule of, if I were full-time, how would I work all day? Because let me tell you what I know. People think, because you you guys see the, the videos we do on social media and we're walking down the street. I should have had a purse with my luxury purse and you think this is it? Some, some people rented that stuff. I digress. Um, but the, the truth is, is that's what people think about us. They think that we're out here making a whole lot of money. Some of these people are going to get kidnapped. Um, but real estate is really called work. So, yeah. And I did get off track about my multiple streams of income. But do I believe you can do it? Yes. But learn, I saw the comment of do one thing well first. Then this is my recommendation come up with how can you tie in what you do to the job you love. If you don't love real estate and you're in it because we made it look good, right? You saw the, the, the folks, I'm trying not to use people's names, y'all. You know, I'm really trying to, not to use people's names. Because um, when I started in real estate, I liked flower dresses. My husband is like, I like the big clunky shoes. He hates it. It was killing him this one. Like think of, 
Yeah. Okay. So let me see. Start with your end um, goal and work backwards. Love it, Mallory. What do you want to accomplish? Um, how many hours per week um, will it take? Oh, Pam, fake dinner for real? Fake dinner. Fake dinner. Oh, did fake dinner. Come on, you man, fake dinner. Fake dinner. I want to eat. I can't do. I do know that people in the um, and I can't say the creative space, but models or, or people that are in commercials, they do, they'll take a bite of the granola bar and then they spit it out. <laughs> I did learn that. Um, I know that's right. Hard work. I have four kids. I have um, school. Uh, I homeschool two of them, but um, I need real estate to be my main source of income. I'm thinking because I want to know I don't you don't need to tell me but I'm going to make it up um I have four kids and two of them are homeschooled this was me with Lauren Lauren went to work with me every day I used to work for a local church I brought her to work with me every day I had the Abeka curriculum Lauren was the smartest kid she could be at fifth in, at five years old then she went to dual language and that's when I started my real estate career um well I had already started two and a half so I if, if you're homeschooling, how can you incorporate learning into their life about real estate? Oh, let me give it to you, Amanda. Go find some other homeschool parents so you can, let me, let me give you your whole, con, let me give you the whole concept. Remember I said, I'm going to make this up for some of you. Go find two other people or three other people that are homeschoolers, convince them to get their real estate license. And then you guys create a team. Somebody's the teacher, somebody's the babysitter, somebody's the contract writer, somebody's showing and selling houses. Split the money. And the other strategy would be is, Amanda, how much money do you have to make? Like if you're a um, dual parent household, how much money do you have to make? Because I'm going to tell you, people give up when they have kids at home and you're homeschooling. But let me tell you, don't give up because let me tell you what's going to happen when that youngest kid goes to college. You are going to be so far behind in an industry that you are going to be frustrated. I have so there are so many times because I get the, I'm the, I have the privilege of training new real estate agents every single month, and someone will say I got into the industry I was a stay at home parent, and now what? And then you never went to the library with your kids and got on the computer too. You are playing super catch up. So my recommendation is to stay in the game. What, Amanda, could it be that you're going to write contracts for another agent, that you're going to be the person that is the transaction manager? You don't get to talk, you don't want to talk to anybody. But if you're going to write contracts, are you available when they say write this contract? I would say if, if I would became a transaction coordinator and I had kids at home, I would build a Google form of which I have in Illinois. So if you're in Illinois, if you're in Illinois and you're in the membership, let me know. I'll share my form with you. Um, it literally is, if someone wants to write a contract, I can open the Google form and it's um, the name, the address of the property, how much are we offering, what are we leaving in the home, um, how much earnest money, what's the price of the property, like everything that I need to fill out on the contract, because then when it's filled out, somebody else could write the contract. Right. Did that help a little bit? Let's see, I'm scrolling. Let's, I'm going I'm going to the Q&A first. I'm just letting everybody know. Um. I see it. I see yours dual say time management. I gave you the time management. You, if you know, because uh, this is what, what I was going to say earlier, you know, you, if I go into the office and right now I don't have a physical office because of Goldman Sachs, they were like, here, nobody's coming to get rid of it. I know me. When I would go to the Baird Warner office, 
I'm talking to y'all all day. First of all, some of you know I'm talking to you all day. I'm going to wear you out. And um, it, that's what's happening. I'm not working. So I am someone that needs to be by myself to get it done. Now, can I work with four other people if we're focused and working? Yes, I can work that way. So time, you have to, so time management is you need to use a scheduler. You have to create the job. You have to create the time. So let me give you this. Remember I said Monday through Sunday and you put down, especially if you're a parent, right? With maybe twins at home, like write down when can you actually work? If, if I had kids at home or I was homeschooling, I would say, okay, um, we got breakfast and then we have a learning um, session with the kids. And then the learning session could be that they're going to be on their iPads. But guess what you're doing? You're creating your marketing. Like you're doing this. This is how I, mom's going to be working or dad's going to be working. You have to block the time of when you are going to work. So, and it might mean every Monday is follow-up is put out the fire Monday. Every Tuesday, you know, from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m., you're getting all of your social media marketing done, your videos done, and any direct mail done. You might need more than nine to two. Um, then you know that every Wednesday is going to be, you're getting all of your marketing scheduled and prepared. Then you know maybe every Thursday, you are going to be doing, um, you're going to be cold calling all of your past friends. And then you know maybe every Friday, you're going to go live like this. Like you need to plan your day. You have to manage your time. And if you're not sure, if you're not sure, Nicole, are you in the membership? Like that, let me, let me, I can't use that notebook. I'm going to write this down on here. Time management. Cause we're going to, we're going to have that conversation. I know I've done it before, but we're going to really get into it because remember time management will be different if you have a regular job. Okay. Now for those of you that are writing stuff in the feed, I'm, I'm looking at the Q and a, okay. So how do you sell yourself as a real estate expert to new parents you meet, kids in school? First of all, um, this is where, you know, you know, there's, there are, are TikToks about us that what is one industry where, where people do something dumb? We wear, we, we tell you we're a real estate agent. This jewel say, if I were you, I would have my, um, uh, maybe realtor or real estate, um, or ask me about investing shirt on. And I would wear a blazer with some jeans. And then I'm going to get hot. I'm taking the blazer off. I'm putting it on. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm on the PTO. I'm on, I'm, I go to every orchestra concert, band concert. And then maybe you're in the booster club at the high school. You have to volunteer. And then you don't even need to um, sell them. It's a soft sell, you, you know. And when you go to the meetings and someone says something that pertains to real estate, you can have a conversation. Oh, well, did you know that this was available in our community? One thing I learned from Lee Brown, very entertaining from North Carolina. She's about, she just got installed or is being installed as the state president. She gave a story about the box top moms. And the box top moms are the moms that know everybody in the community. So dual say, you need to go meet with the box top moms and you guys need to cut box tops. And you need to be the person that asks everybody to give you the box tops. You, and then, you know, you might even create a newsletter and walk your own neighborhood and say, hey, I'm the box top mom and I'm collecting box tops for the neighborhood. Uh, although I'm a real estate agent, if you have questions about real estate, great, but I want to be a resource for you and we want to raise funds for our local school. Be the source and be that person that is involved. Gymnastics coach bot, orchestra teacher, like you need to be the person that shows up to this stuff. Meet new parents. You got to be on the PTO. Go to all of the, you want to meet new parents in the neighborhood at the schools, go to the, the book readings at the library. In the summer, they have, might have reading it by the tree, by the schools. You show up to all that stuff, all the free stuff, show up to everything.
show up and always show up professionally. And it could be jeans, some nice clean gym shoes with your t-shirt and a blazer. And it could be that you go with your name badge. Do say, do you have a name badge? Let's talk about this. We were talking about this the other day. You could go with your name badge. And then when you get there, you sit down and you're like, oh, I forgot to take this off. Like let people see it and then do whatever you got to do. So people don't, don't forget who you are. And you don't have to sell them. Good question. That one, that one's like my favorite. Let's see. How about husband and wife realtors? My husband is a is is full-time, like full-time realtor. Like that's what Mark and I do, but Mark does more flips. And we were just having this conversation. It works. It works. Somebody's gonna, I'm better at the contracts, I'm better at the paperwork, but I have figured out how to get my admin to do it. Speak to us, Carrie. Agent journey has transformed my business. It takes work. Don't let social media make it seem easy. Right? I know I'm, I, I gotta remember your name. Is it Marianne? make it sound fancy um <laughs> right <laughs> yes it's work i tr am truly focused on just three things that carrie told me to focus on right linda like and but first of all when linda posted her expired marketing in the in the membership i told everybody when you're sending it out share it in the group so people could see it people are motivated when you share what you're doing in the membership people are like okay let me get to work i can't be the only one not doing this I mean, and, and I would open all her stuff because it was just, it was cute. It, I mean, it was just really great. Let's see. Wow, that was a great strategy for Amanda. Oh, thank you. It, um, it, it took a long to get my license, so I'm not quitting. Amanda, right. If, 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 let me tell you, and people always say, Carrie, when you started real estate, were you a top producer? No, I was producing enough money to not have to go back to work. I was producing so I didn't have to go back to work. So I knew how much money I wanted every month. And it was probably around $2,500 because all I wanted to do was supplement. I did. I wanted to be able to take my kids to the swimming pool. I wanted, that's what I wanted to do. So um, that's where you'll make uh, connections. Late in the, in the game, I'm experiencing and frustrating. And so even Simone, and I don't know what you're, what the frustration is. It could be tech, it could be social media. And for those of you that got in and you were in social media already, you're already winning. Um, late to the game is fine. I, one thing, let me tell you what's happening. The average age of a real estate age is, is 54. It's 54 and female. So there are more of us out here. Some of you, I need you to show up to real estate meetings because there are more men in leadership, but women rule the world in real estate. So one thing, Simone, one thing, if we're the average age is 54, and maybe I'm about to be 52 on April 8th, um, people are going to start getting out of the business that have been in as long as me, or they're making a shift, they're becoming instructors, or they're becoming coaches. So we need you to just get in the game. Someone is going to pick you because they like your marketing better. Some, somebody's going to pick you because they're like, oh, she don't know all the people in the neighborhood, Pre-foreclosures in Hinsdale and high-end areas are great to me because now no, I want you to call me because I don't know everybody in the neighborhood. Everybody in Hinsdale knows each other. Like the real estate agent, everybody knows each other. If you're trying to sell in a high-end area and you're frustrated that you can't get in, you can't get in. But you know, there's always a way in. I'm convinced after listening to Kyle Scheele, S-C-H-E-E-L-E, right. Um, 
That's where you make, yeah, got it. Um, I'm in Illinois. Jessica, remind me of your statement. I need you to come to, go to my link in my bio, anyone in Illinois. The class that I am really teaching um, on the second is I'm going to use a lot of the Illinois products. It is an MLS class, but anybody can benefit. Um, go to and look for my schedule, my January schedule, because I really do show you how to do this business. I really do. You can do this business. You really can. Okay, so let me go see. Let me see what's happening today in my life so I make sure I'm not like doing crazy things. Uh, let's see. Um, a nice, you're in the group. This is great. I um, I put real estate on hold on the back burner because I work full-time, but I'm determined to transition to full-time in two years. So just do the cancels and expires. Here's the cool, great thing about sellers is you can do the work from anywhere. Now you do need to show up at the property. You do need to go see the property, right? Um, oh, I have a class at noon today. Oh, I'm so glad I looked. Um, go, if you're in Illinois, go, go look at my classes. It can be done, one thing. Wear your name tag everywhere. Yep, people will talk to you. Um, social media works. Um, you have to give value and show up every day. Yep, you sure do. I love your energy and your classes. Thank you, Jessica. All right, everyone. So let me say this. I want to thank all of you for showing up today and asking me a bunch of questions. Now you know the drill. Take your photo. Take your photo. Tag me in your stories. Tell me you learned something new. Tell me what you learned in your stories. Um, don't post me in your feed because nobody wants to see me in your feed. They want to see you in the feed because they want to hire you, not me. If you are listening to my podcast, thanks for listening. Don't forget, all of you, please, 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 please subscribe to my YouTube channel. I am Carrie, C-A-R-R-I-E-J-O Little, pretty much everywhere. Maybe Carrie J. Little on Twitter. Um, thanks for coming to see me. Um, yeah, let's have a conversation. <laughs>